2: What's up to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation? You listen to Spoiler Alert. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is No. Yeah. And Brian. Hey, hey, hey. And <gasps> oh my <laughs> stars and garters. Uh, we have with us this week a very special guest. Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble from the Black Tribbles, who will be joining us until he decides he doesn't want to
3: join us anymore. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up? I'm I am fantastically happy to be here with you guys. Yeah, sweet.
2: Oh, I'm so excited. And there there are people who don't listen to spoiler alert who are now going to start listening go. because Len is on the show. Wait, who said that? Brandon Jackson Shorts. Um, oh, it was Dave of, of Brandon <laughs> Ask Us, who used to have a segment on our on our other show, Gutter Talk. And who then, used to be on our other, other show, Gutter Talk? You, you know, you know the um. <laughs> nice. You know the <laughs> the movie uh, High Fidelity yeah. where John Cusack owns a record shop and he says, I hired these guys for like two days a week and then they just wouldn't leave? Yeah. Right. Brandon started <laughs> with a little segment on the show called Brandon Ask Us where mm-hmm. he would come in the show, we'd hand him a microphone, and then he would ask us whatever questions he may have for us that week. Uh, now he just shows up and just is on the show the whole time now. So, uh, but he... he I mean, made a point of saying, "I don't listen to the show because I come in and hang out with you guys every week, so I don't need to listen." To spoiler alert, because I know what you think of the comics because we talk
0: about. I've never seen it.
2: And exactly. (laughs) And um. Welcome. And so I was like, "All right, that's fine." But then he heard, "Oh, Len's gonna be on the show. I guess I'll have to listen."
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you know what? This almost this goes back to like two weeks ago, asking about like how you acquire co-hosts. Yeah. Sometimes they just. Show organically up. show yeah. up yeah. Yeah.
0: um so well, that's kind of what happened with me yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. that yeah. is true you yeah. show up and i put yeah, a mic you in were doing eyes. a sandman thing yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: so um, oh, i was there that day yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know for new listeners like brandon um <laughs> this is a weekly comic book review show where we talk about the comics that came out this week some of our favorites are our pros and cons um and we're going to get to that in just a minute but first we have letters hmm. we have
4: letters
3: we got letters Oh, we got, we lots, got and lots, and lots, and lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. letters. More than one? Uh, we actually there are three. Ooh. three. Ooh. but they're
2: all from Christopher Goodnight. Oh. oh, and they're all like it's like unfurling a scroll, <laughs> like an ancient scroll. <laughs> there There's there? a lot no, of them.
4: man. Is there an order in which they shall they shall be read? Well, and if they are read in that order, will something unlock? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or like be unleashed of the yeah. yeah. world? Yeah. Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> This is called I Can't Believe You Released This Week's Episode on a Monday. Oh. What am I going to listen to on Tuesday now? Oh. <laughs> Wait. Hey, Nolan, Brian. Hey. Or hey. is it Brian with a Y? No. No, it's not. Why would you even <laughs> not
0: think for that? me. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. In fact, heard. Nope. when you said, is it Brian with a Y, I but, immediately it was like, well, clearly the first thing he said was Brian is, with an I.
4: Yeah, it, it is Noel with KN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Triple L, right? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. he's addressing you, "Hey Nolan Brian, how do you buy your comics? Do you just show up with piles and piles of cash and allow yourself to be surprised about what is in your pull box each week or do you make your list each Wednesday from the previews release list that comes out like 2 weeks ahead of time so that you know exactly how much you're spending each week?" I live paycheck to paycheck, so I have to be very careful to make sure I have the right amount of money going into the shop and still have the money to pay my bills. As for my concern with Detective Comics, I started reading it because it was a team book. It was a team book for like 50 plus issues, even when it changed teams and Brian something Hill took over and made the team The Outsiders. But then he moved on and they got their own book. Now it's just Batman. Mm. That's fine and all, but that's not what I signed on for. Mm. I don't hate the big two, I just hate convoluted continuity. I almost wish the DC Comics were like the CW Supergirl was to The Flash and Arrow, where they only crossed over in the crossover episodes. I don't need to see Batman in 15 books a month because I am forced to wonder how he fits it all in. If all or most of the heroes had their own universes like they did back in the day and only came together every once in a while, I'd really like it more. I agree with Noel about that Shazam reveal. It was spoiled way in advance and ruined the momentum of the book. Mm. Really enjoyed the book show. Mm. We should have just done this paragraph by paragraph. Um, yeah, because there's a lot
0: to respond
4: to. I mean, I forgot the first question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I got it. The, so, oh, are we how do you that? buy your books? Do you <laughs> yeah. just take whatever you, you take I put in your bin? Go for yeah. it. Uh, I do not just take whatever J.D. puts in my <laughs> bin, but generally speaking... Actually I think exclusively I have requested that those things be in the bin. Yeah. You know. Um now JD might be like, Hey, this thing's coming out, you know, mm. and it looks pretty cool. Do you want it? Mm. And sometimes I'll say yes or no. Um, yeah, the budgeting is always a thing. I you know, I have to watch money as well. Doesn't everyone. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think we all live paycheck to paycheck yeah, for yeah. the most part. I and the thing with comics often is, you know, at least for me, you follow characters mm-hmm. and there could be, you know, Batman for instance, it's like, well, Batman might not be that great for 10 issues, which is 10 months of a book, but compared to, like, years of reading, you're like, well, by the time it's good, I won't know. You know, I'll be out of it, you know, so for a thing like Batman. Um, You know, there's always trades, and it's just, like, a shift in how you do your reading and you wait for trades that look interesting or just narrow it down to, you know, like, which books do you want to just, like, solidly keep and have some. For me, also, there's, like, ones that drop in and out. Like for you, maybe detective is one that drops out and you pick up outsiders for a while or whatever. Uh mm-hmm. that's usually how I do it. How about you guys?
4: Um I I you know, I walk in with uh, a wad of twenties. Yeah. <laughs> and and but I don't just like um what I'll do is I'll sit at the front of the store. I'll mm-hmm. take the wad and I'll flatten them mm. and then put them in one of those really cool like guns that shoots the money like Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just like whatever the money hits mm-hmm. is mine. Yeah. yeah. Equal or lesser value. Some weeks I get off light. Some weeks I get really expensive shit. Now, this fun. is a much Most different thing. Ever yeah.
2: since he got the money gun, yeah. it has been a very different experience because before, he would just slip the 20s into my G-string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I would fold would them you?
4: nicely. Yeah, I mean, it was very i fold them long ways yeah. so
2: they yeah. would like... Literally get some traction, when
4: yeah, they go up, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of cup things. or down, yeah. depending mm-hmm. on how I would think down
0: that day, <laughs> yeah. I would think usually down is where you would
4: put right, Detroit. Okay, <laughs> so the real answer is um uh, the money gun, no, the real answer, is... <laughs> seriously though, the money gun um i uh you know what my my um my reading habits have ebbed and flowed over the years i've been a comic reader for twenty plus years. Right now, it's um, I have a local shop that I love to support, so I add things to my list, and I take them off just as fast, or I say only this or only that. I make sure that I am behooven to what I've ordered, so if I'm halfway through an arc and I think it sucks, I know I'm going to get two more issues of it, because that's how ordering works. Um Recently, we've had a conversation. My stack's a little bit too big, so I'm going to start the process to trades of the stuff I really want to read, and just like start to transition them in and out. It's not it, if I if uh, a hard boot of your pull list fucks retailers, yeah. so mm. you have to make your pull list smart, like you do, like a, like Christopher Saint he sounds like mm. he does. He does it smart and and mm. logically, mm. or you have to know that if something's starting to suck or suck to you you're with it for a little while you have to either you know ride that wave or know that you're gonna get two more two or three more issues of it i like that
2: he does that yeah but it's still not enough time so he's i don't i don't i don't don't really i'm not i'm not aware of this previews list that comes out two weeks in advance um well it comes out
0: weekly sort of but it's not it's there is one but it's just like here's what's coming out
2: but here's two weeks from now but it, like yeah. we've already the stores have already ordered the books for the shelf two months ago. That's right. Well, right. I think if I remember too, like
4: he does like by month for the most part too. Mm-hmm. Like there's some titles that he doesn't get. He gets on a monthly basis and yeah, not yeah. Yeah. go to the also, store. Also, I week.
0: think his store operates a little bit differently. Weird. That's true. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. ass store. And I should also say, like, just to clarify that if something winds up in my in my pull list, I do get it. There would rarely be a time, like, I think it could have happened where J.D. would put something aside and he's like, hey, do you want this? Yeah. But if I didn't ask for it, obviously I'm not beholden yeah, like, to it. Instance, but if I asked for it, then I know you you're buy a Flash it. fan, right?
2: So I know that there is a mini series coming up called Flash Forward, which yes. deals with Wally West and the consequences from yeah. the Heroes in yeah, Crisis yeah. miniseries. So I made the assumption that you would want that,
0: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, I think on that particular one, I told you because absolutely, yeah. I want but yeah, if something was in the was in the bag and it was like, hey, do you want this? Then you're not really. But if you've asked for it, then yeah. I agree with no. I, I will yeah.
2: do a thing where I'll I'll put in a thing i like, uh, maybe, I think Noah will like this, but I'll tell him, hey man, this wasn't on your list. Yeah, yeah. I just thought you like yeah. dig it. Feel free to put it back on the shelf.
3: I don't have a pull list. Um, hmm. I don't, I long ago <clears throat> made the switch to trades. Hmm. So I only buy trades. Hmm. Now what I will do is in looking at, you know, what comes in each week, okay, this looks pretty interesting. I'll, and I'll check in on stuff hmm. and it looks cool. It's like, and I'll tell JD, like, hey, I think I want to, this in trade or to mm. pick mm-hmm. this up yeah. or what more often happens because with a trade you can't do a pull list because that's way too much money <laughs> oh, yeah. but um, right. but what i'll well, do well
2: i have a lot of subscribers who are just trade trade, trade paperbacks only mm.
1: really? i have a
2: guy who like he was getting all the star wars books and then he was just like nah just get me all the all the star wars trades that come out get me that it probably or, works out to less. i've got people who are their their one subscription is Saga trade paperbacks. Okay, so they're coming in to buy a Saga trade every six months.
4: All right, months. well, you know I, mean? I feel you on that. Yes. I feel you on that.
3: Saga transcends habits. <laughs> yeah, it's it, sure. it, it does. it some that just transcend yeah. all habits. It yeah. does, yes. man. But um, so but and JD will tell you, I'll come in on Wednesdays when we typically do gutter talk and
1: gutter talk.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect. thank you. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll just like look over the shelves and they'll always be some type of trade And I'll mm. be like, yeah, right, let yeah. <sighs> yeah, let me slide this over here. Begrudgingly. Yeah. I like, God, um, God damn it JD. I, <laughs> I, hate a, you, JD. I
4: fell down a JD knows this too. Like I've been working through like storage issues. Mm-hmm. But then I, I kind of fell down a rabbit hole of I could just get rid of these trades and replace them on the shelf with a pretty omnibus. Yeah. An absolute <laughs> oh, wow. edition Or an absolute. So like, I, I don't know, I, It's it keeps evolving into um, either more expensive or less space. Like that's like, mm. so the only like thing I want to the- keep things more now as opposed to Get more things. Absolute. Do you know what I mean?
3: Absolute. I could ride with because absolutes are like nice and big and show off. Man, the there's art. some
2: really pretty ass omnibuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the omnibuses
4: are so
3: big <laughs> though, <Yeah>. man. They're <laughs> not comfortable. Some of them now, are okay. Shit. So
2: Noel lent me one of his that Brian Azzarello, Cliff Chang, New Fifty Two, Wonder Woman. Mm. There's okay. two absolutes. Mm. Okay. And those. Whoever, however they make that it lays open beautifully now mm. to be yeah. fair I, I either have it on my lap like cradling it right. like a giant Bible or something or I have it on my bed and I'm like I got my feet Lean up over. in the air and right. I'm, yeah. I, got, I got my heads in my right. hands and I'm just
3: flipping <laughs> but like it lays very nicely mm. See, but that's an absolute an absolute is still I know what you're by saying. nature a lot thinner than a yeah. compendium mm. I know compendium what you're saying compendium is an encyclopedia
4: binding has been getting a lot better to the point where it's, it's so what it used to do is it used to crack in the middle of the spine if oh. it was too Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And you hear it. Like. I had a shudder
4: just when you yeah. said when it cracked in the middle. <laughs> binding has gotten so much better on at least the uh, the Marvel Omnibuy and oh, Omnibuses. Omnibuy is Omnibuy. not a word.
0: Omnibuy seems I'm like it would Omnibuy. be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marvel, the, the, latest, the latest. going Omnibuy. The
4: latest Omnibuy have been. <laughs> so what they'll do is they'll bind um, off of the back spine. Mm-hmm. So when you have it open to a certain point, it actually, like, the binding comes mm. from the spine so it doesn't okay. crack the middle of the, oh, of the cool. back spine. Yeah. And I. Lay with them in bed. They're totally mm-hmm. fine, and they're easy to read. And mm-hmm. a lot of the, I think it was Grayson was the last one that I that I read. You
3: bought that one? I wondered if anybody's got the um. It was Tom no. King one.
4: Yeah, I got it. Like super, oh, is that super Tom, Tom King? Better. Yeah, it was Tom King, oh. and I, that's wow. kind of what I, it was. Tom King yeah. and Tim Seeley. Uh, with art yeah. by Michael Jan, Mikael Janin Before they, yeah, all and that's an omnibus. Yeah, yeah, it's thirty-five uh, issues. I'm, White I'm, I'm more uh, than uh, halfway well.
2: through it. It's see, that's got me a little omnibus curious. <laughs> I'd like to check that out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when I'm done with it, I'll, I'll hand nice. it over. But
2: see, <laughs> so I don't know. They're just his email continues. Oh shit. Oh, oh, yeah, man. this was Sorry. this was paragraph one. <laughs> Sorry. So okay, Detective Comics. We don't, we we it's already it's know about that. Thunder for all of the He doesn't hate. He doesn't like the convoluted continuity. Yeah. Of the big two, um, right. Yeah,
4: I mean, huh. that's comics, bro.
0: That's kind of it. Yeah, I I like it when there's short stories that are by themselves like Batman yeah. Universe, but a continuity is awesome, fun. too. Yeah, you know? I do like, like a little bit. A touch uh, of continuity. You know, when people show up in other books and they're like, oh, they know each other.
4: But that's the whole thing. That's <laughs> the whole thing, right? Like, yeah, you, you get invested because it, with air quotes, matters. See, that's but continuity is in.
3: one thing, but my thing and what has kept me off of the floppies recently is because the books just keep starting over. Yeah. And it's like that that type of continuity See now just okay me. why does that I'm curious why does that bother you hmm. It doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me personally because I'm on trades right. So it doesn't really bother me Um but to a degree actually it does because because I'm a Captain America fan Yeah mm-hmm. So now I'm like okay can I really buy the Captain America trade when one, the story is all over the place, touching like 9,000 other stories. You know, mm. it's probably touching My Secret Avengers or the uh, My the Secret Bro- Avengers, <laughs> you know, the YA novel, <laughs> you Wait. know what I mean, <laughs> 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 or something like that. Or, or, and then, um, and then two, it's like, all right, how invested am I really going to be in this, in this story? Because mm. now Marvel, uh, trades. End with a "to be continued," yeah. so it's, you it's not even a, a complete story anymore. Mm-hmm. So that that pisses me off. Yeah, I feel you. I, it's it's a lot of um
4: writer's discretion, a lot too, like the way that um <clears throat> the way that they end and begin arcs. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it, I, it's. But wait, 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 wait!
4: Have you have you been reading uh uh Captain, Captain America? America? Please I haven't. Have. Everybody tells me oh it's... Oh, my God. It's awesome. I'm the only person here that reads it, and it's so good.
3: The only reason I haven't read it is because I don't have a copy of it to read. I need to get the trades. See, I have to get the trades, too. It came in a time when I stopped buying comics because I was working on a big project. So now that I'm coming out of that and getting back I into will, the comics... I'm I'll see if I can find all that of them up. in my box.
4: Yes. Yeah, they're, Everybody told it's, me it's great. It's a great slow burn, and it's almost a direct sequel to okay. both uh Brubaker's run and... A little bit of fallout from Secret Empire. Yeah. Yeah. I always get it wrong because I didn't like it. The way I feel (laughs) about
2: this um, Captain America series is the way I feel about um, an iPhone release. Get it when it's Always time. Not. You get like, it. Like, <laughs> like I don't really want to get the first generation because it's still working out the kinks. Mm. Yeah. But now that we're on to the next generation, two Tanahazi coats. I'm like, all right, he's been and in the comics world for a little bit. I bet he's got it down better
3: cause because I tried. that Was your problem with him on Black Panther? I still,
4: yeah. I still want to go back and read those first twelve issues of Black yeah. Panther because I, it gets, it, mm. it,
2: it, gets better, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it's got it, right? He's still, well, working. he's still doing it. Um, <laughs> But those
4: first those first two issues were cumbersome. Hmm.
2: Um, He continues. I'm on. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. This is how it works. I am in on Valkyrie and the main Carnage book. And I told Noel I might be getting New Mutants and Excalibur when they come out, but I didn't put them on my pull list like I did with Something Is Killing the Children. Also, Noel and Brian.
0: Yes. Yes, sir.
2: Does JD make you pay for the books he forces you to review?
0: The ones he forces us to my, review, he does yeah. make us
2: pay for it. Um, <laughs> my man's got an interesting idea of how this show works. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> some actually a lot of people seem to have an interesting. They think I'm just like getting rid of people left and right, and I'm yeah, forcing yeah, yeah. you. I'm like holding your necks into your books like dogs who just like shit on the carpet. Can Read this are, book.
0: You are I, sort of sitting at your own table. I have my own table. A master You're of the discussion. Yeah, yes, at yes. the yes. kids I'm, table. I want to
4: give before before we answer Jesus. the. Jesus. <laughs> silly question i want to give him credit for putting um something's independent th- comics oh. on his pull list
2: yes oh perp. yes he Good. like yes.
4: first of all they sell out faster than anything mm. than than mm. than That's the big true. two mm-hmm. it's harder to find a reprints and it, the, the the money goes more directly to the creators yeah. like uh, uh an independent comic book is harder to get so like yeah. i will make a point to try and put that on my list before yeah. the next launch of mm-hmm. X-Men or or DC.
2: Similarly for the podcast, Mm -hmm. I was like, let's definitely make sure we talk about this indie book Hmm. since it's Mm -hmm. the only indie book on our thing. Let's not make it a Thunder Round. Mm
0: -hmm. Thunder Round. (laughs) It wasn't a Thunder Round, you see. Thunder (laughs) Round.
2: Um, So... um, Yeah, but do I make you... First of all, do I make you read the books? Do I pick the books and I make you read them? And do I make you pay for them? No, No. if
0: anything, it's sort of... It's very loose. We just... Whatever we read... I mean, there are things that it's kind of like, hey, you guys are going to read this. But, uh, no, it's not like, hey, you guys are going to read this. But we know that we're going to. I think my my suggestions
4: (laughs) for the show usually gravitate towards what I think you guys will want to read or Mm. be interesting, what I want to read and it will be interesting. And then also, too, like... What's out in the ether, you know, what like we try? Well, I didn't will know about yeah. something is killing the children. But I know it's got some heat right now, and maybe mm-hmm. we should talk about it. So let's all grab a copy. Yeah. And we all, and we all usually agree. are like, "Hey, yeah. would
0: you guys read?" And there are three or four that yeah, and we, we, we all, we all know we're going to yeah, read. Right, right. Yeah, And we'll like, toss yeah, around, yeah, yeah. we'll
4: toss around a copy or something. Like yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not a, it's not yeah. a dictatorship.
2: <sighs> I mean, um, he's and
4: that's mean. how we come up with thunder rounds. A
0: little inside information. Yeah, if only one of us read it. Thunder round
2: yeah we'll take a look at all of the books the list of books that we're just thinking about discussing this week and then we'll break them down of like do which do we want to do a long form review on and which ones do we want to do a thunder round
0: thunder round
2: on um and so it's it's very collaborative i think collaborative
0: yeah i, I believe it to be <laughs> collaborative yeah. cool. he
2: continues what <laughs> and one more thing aha if i were to say to you That it is perfectly fine that Hush introduces you to a childhood friend of Batman and then reveals him to be a villain, and that's fine because everyone's favorite Batman movie does the same ducking thing, and people still rave about it. Would you know what Batman movie I was talking about? Because J.D. had no fucking clue!
0: He says fucking the second time? He He said
4: ducking first, and then... Um, is this We Where have
2: all talked from? about this. Batman. Which movie, Batman, movies Batman is he forever. talking about? Which one does he mean? I have no idea. That's I mean. what he He is We have all talked about this on the show. It's not just me. I said which fucking which one which
4: Batman yeah. is
0: that? He's which which one is he
2: talking
4: about? Is he talking about the Dark Knight with
0: One Jets? of the Kirk Allen ones from the 40s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have no idea what that movie Superman? he means. Yeah, that was Superman actually. I, a out
2: a childhood friend who turns out to be the villain. Everyone's favorite Batman movie.
0: I was thinking, does, he doesn't know Talia in no, no.
2: I feel no. like the problem here yeah. is that he is assuming that everyone's favorite Batman movie is not actually I'm everyone's thinking, favorite Batman movie. I'm thinking yeah, of but any he's not Batman to, movie, but he's not thinking what about any Batman, Batman movie. movie. Is it live action? Is it animated? Mm. I, no, he did not say. Well, that is 25 minutes on one email. Let's move on to the show.
3: Um House next? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Isn't he going to say something about you not reading his other emails? Yeah, he's got two other emails. It's uh, 20, 25 minutes on No, I just want to make sure that it's he's on record that I addressed email. that I knew that we, there I were other emails. I haven't
2: posted the, the show yet, and he's already drafting an email. <laughs> oh, I can tell everything uh, together. He's going to
4: love that we're going to talk about one of the books he mentioned
0: today. Yeah, yeah. But which one?
2: all right so house of x number four is the first on the docket it's written by jonathan hickman artist is pepe Raz. diamond comics has this to say about it xavier's dream turns deadly for some of his students as they fight back against the human's plan to eliminate them Hmm. um now i'm going to throw this directly directly to my man len have you read house of x4
3: the, this book right this here week that we're about right to now House of X Four. Yes, I the have the one we're
2: talking about right now in yes, this moment. Yes, I have. I Great. Have <laughs> you read any of the other issues leading up to this? No. Perfect. Yeah. Right. Um, because I was a little nervous. I was like, "Man, Len's coming on to the show. Do I need to get him all the copies of House of X and Powers of X so that he could catch up on all this stuff?" No. And then I read this and I went, "Hold the dough. This mm. is uh, a, a one shot. This Pretty is like like standalone. A standalone. Right. And um." Because you don't have any previous experience for these um, miniseries, how did you feel about it?
3: Well, first of all, the first thing I will say is that the artist Pepe
2: Pepe Larraz,
3: Larraz Pepe and who's Larraz. the color? Who's the colorist on that? Because in today's comic book world, you have to give the colorist some, hmm. because the colorist makes makes a break a book a lot of the times. Who's the colorist on that? Marte Garcia. That team hmm. has produced. A gorgeous mm. comic book.
4: They have been producing gorgeous comic books, mm. man.
3: So. Mm. Okay, but we're talking about this one, and this one, <laughs> this one right here, is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I, I could just sit and marinate on the pictures of this comic mm-hmm. book alone. Also, even though, you know, I haven't been reading the book, I am a huge fan, Jonathan Hickman mm. fan. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate his writing. To me, he is. To me, he is. And some will say this is heresy. He's Grant Morrison Mm 2.0 because Mm -hmm. they both have tons of ideas, but I think Jonathan Hickman is a better storyteller with his ideas, and more often than not, sticks the landing as opposed to Jonathan. I mean, Grant Morrison. So while I'm just coming in on here, and he's introducing me to all these whole different concepts, and and the world building is just like well what's going on and so I'm still trying to catch up. I'm very interested. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm already want to be invested in what's happening. I all I immediately just opening the book felt pathos for some of the um the characters and the fates that they meet in this book um and it just drew me in. This was this this is Prime comic book real estate right here. Hell, Hell yes. Shit. Yeah. Good. Sure. Do
2: you have any questions that we can answer going in blind like this?
3: See, and maybe this is uh, this is maybe where um the my reading style is a detriment to the show because whatever questions I have, I don't want you guys to answer. Okay, cool. oh, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I want to just, just keep reading That's and fine. just like soak it all up. Cool. Actually I'm kinda cool that this was like a a standalone, mm. because you know everybody, like you and 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 Brandon and Noel, everybody's been pretty much and and Randy uh, of Black Tribbles have been telling me, you know, ad nauseum, yo, Power of <laughs> X, House of X, yo, you gotta be there, you gotta be there, you gotta read it in this order, you gotta do it, yeah, you gotta yeah. do it, and I'm like, yo, I will do it because I'm a Jonathan Hickman fan, mm. so I'm already in. Mm. But reading this alone, this is like this is like the trailer mm. for Jonathan Hickman's X Men. Yeah. I don't need anything else. I when the trays come out, it's like boom, 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 boom. I was boom.
4: gonna say, are you gonna go back or are you just gonna wait? I'm just gonna wait. Nice. I'm just gonna. Well, wait. He's gonna be it's on the show. Soon, he's right? gonna keep
2: moving forward. That's
4: true. That's uh, true. That's true. That's true.
0: That's true. I mean, you that's only true. got like four issues. Four issues left, I think. Yeah.
2: So, talk, just to touch on the art real quick, I was very struck by there's these sequences where Jean Gray is talking to the uh, home team, mm. because she's out in space trying to deal with this mother... I keep. I was, thinking, I was watching Young Justice all day, so I was thinking Mother Box. <laughs> the mother mold. Right. And um, she's, she seems to be projecting herself through water. Yeah. And the illustration of her face being projected through the water is so beautiful every time he does it. I, mm. I, it's gorgeous. Every page of this book is wonderful. There's
3: actually one panel... That later on in the book where you see her in the water right next to her out in space and it's the exact same illustration. Like, like yep. phased into the water. Oh, yeah. It's like beautiful, man. Yeah, it's That's so cool.
2: well done. It's so hard to draw water, but he does it in such a way that it's very, very, um, very beautiful. mm Um, So basically where we left off last issue is they have gone, the X-Men team has been sent by Professor Xavier and Magneto into space because it has been revealed that they have created, humans have created a mother mold, Mm. which is orbiting the sun. And a mother mold is a AI that creates more, Master master molds, master molds which, which create more sentinels. sentinels. But I right. think
0: also this is the turning point for yes. the Nimrod creation. Yes. Yeah, so like, if this thing comes online, it will inevitably lead to Nimrod. Yeah. So
2: this is a almost a suicide mission yeah. to go up there, and of course they can't use the Krakoa seeds for whatever reason. because Oh, because if they fail the mission and then the enemy gets the hold of the Krakoa seeds, yeah, yeah, yeah. then they've figured out the whole Krakoa situation. Well, bets are off. Yeah, yeah. so um, basically they've gone out there with no way home and just kind of like crossing their fingers.
0: And there's the and, setup, I think, is important too, where the in the uh, front matter, it's like here are the two main mutant extinctions. Yes. When you said suicide mission, I thought like to save their race, which yeah. is now way lower than it used to be. I thought that that was a good... Like two background facts yeah. for this uh, yeah. issue. I was
4: yeah. I was surprised that he nails that two or three times. The mm-hmm. the population yeah. uh, hits. Like
2: I don't really think like about it. Events as yeah. far as mutants yeah. were concerned, we had I, um, the House of M, no more mutants,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: we well, had it was,
2: Genosha.
0: Yeah, it was Genosha. That, Genosha.
4: Genosha
2: took out it's like
4: 17, seventeen million million. Yeah. yeah, or say it took out sixteen million. It was sev- Like the population was seventeen million, then it was mm. down to nine hundred eighty thousand, mm-hmm. and then decimation brought it down to 198 now hmm. i thought that they were backing away from that 198 number after mm-hmm. a long time but it seems as though he's just yeah i it's think they, they did in right story right though yeah.
0: you know hope recreated the new oh yeah you know, they talk about it too like the, again.
4: the lights the lights started showing back yeah, right, up. Right, so like right. there weren't any yeah, new, yeah, new yeah. mutants that's being what born, that means the but lights, it wasn't happening fast enough it's actually it's, you know it's not really it's not
2: right right yeah all right no what'd you
4: think um I thought this was beautiful. I got kind of emotional halfway through mm. it. Um, are we going to talk about spoilers? Oh, spoiler it's alert! Spoiler alert! Everyone fucking dies. Yeah. everyone. God, no. dies. It's hard Your, to watch. Um, <laughs> the most popular a list team of X Men are dead. Mm. Um, Mystique gets sucked out of an airlock. Um, that's the one that got. That's me. That's the first. Th- really? No, Wait, really? No, the one that got me. And oh. this that is hurt. this. Okay, so this. And that's not the first one. This entire scene. Yeah. This entire scene between Wolverine and Nightcrawler. Yes. Not only was it emotionally resonant, but this tells me that Jonathan Hickman knows everything about the X-Men and the interpersonal relationships to pair these two characters together and all the history that they have, and then have the conversation be about mortality Mm -hmm. and the afterlife Mm -hmm. right before they go and do some crazy shit to make the mission matter. I was just floored. I read this scene three times. When you
2: wake from this earthly slumber, my friend, look for me. I will be there waiting for you, radiant and with open arms. And then he bamps them into space to immediately fry upon contact. Yeah, Yeah, and and Wolverine is just continually frying. Nightcrawler just, like, just, he's gone. Yeah. In a ball of flame. Brutal. But for some reason, I don't know why, the Mystique one really struck me. It Mm. It was was The silence of the panel. Mm. And the face on her face, uh, her <laughs> facial expression—the surprise, the shock—and like hmm. just not being quick enough and being sucked out in this space that quickly. Hmm. Um, just for some reason, uh, struck me.
0: Is that Earthly Slumber thing? Uh, that was a really good line. And I wonder—it seems like he's quoting something else. But did anybody yeah, recognize that? that or it's
4: kind of what Elf's thing was, right?
3: That's what Nightcrawler oh, was yeah. all about.
0: Uh. I wouldn't yeah. be
3: surprised always, if he's quoting something, but it yeah. sounds so nightcrawler. Yeah,
0: it does. You know, uh, it's very quotable. You I've, know, I've if this is the en- first place, it's still quotable. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. I've always
2: enjoyed their relationship.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, it's yeah.
2: it's the
4: it's the um, the juxtaposition of two polar opposites. Mm-hmm. This this um, mm-hmm. born and bred killer and a faith based kind of crusader.
3: Right. <laughs> no. And isn't that what you find in like the best of brother relationships? Absolutely two opposites.
4: Well, and, uh, you know what, uh, in modern X-Men, at least in the last like 10 years, let's say, um, this relationship has kind of been forgotten about for the most yes. part. Yeah, yes. yeah, Like, I know that um, in Wolverine and the X-Men, Jason Aaron, like six or seven years ago, kind of touched on a little bit, but mm-hmm. Nightcrawler was off the table for a while. Yeah, he was dead. Uh, and then since they have brought him back, it hasn't really been, at least in anything I've been reading, really been like focused on because Wolverine's been dead after mm-hmm. that too. So it's like, mm-hmm. This is nice, this is really really nice mm-hmm. and and the way that the the book ends with a successful failure of the mission mm-hmm. and the infographics kind of explode mm-hmm. it it indicates for us that this is a huge turning point in this story in yeah. general like the the uniformity of everything that Hickman usually does with his panel layouts, with his infographics, with all of the like interstitial pieces the last five pages of the book is almost like. A meltdown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a screaming at the page that just kind of makes I me a little freaked out. Found that
2: a little strange. It's um, jarring. I, yeah, it's very jarring. It doesn't match the design aesthetic of the other. What Was it? How many issues are we in now? Six, seven. This is,
4: uh, I think the next one would be seven out of like twelve. So See, yeah, it yeah. kind of
0: does. It kind of does match it. It's that aesthetic all jumbled up. Yeah, you know, right. like it's it's still there within it. No, no, that's what I mean. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We have
2: never seen this. Uh, no, not that, at all. Yeah.
0: And I think it's it's telling that it's at the well like Xavier cries, which is something that I don't think none of us were sure that he would do, that this yeah. version of Xavier would do. And very cold. Yeah, it's very cold, but clearly, you know, uh feels a lot for these guys. But also like you were saying at this success um uh yeah, I think it's a it's a fine choice mm-hmm. to to have them kind of like jumble up and explode. Yeah.
2: What did you think, Brian?
0: I really liked it uh i you know i agreed basically with every with everything (laughs) that everyone is saying uh that scene with Nightcrawler and wolverine where he's hacking away at the thing i was Mm. like ah, it's phenomenal and
2: it comes online
0: yeah the mother mode actually comes alive and i wondered i was like surely one collar could not hold it you don't have to do this but you know they did it anyway (laughs) they uh, they probably did have to but uh you know was like it's it must fall other without this
2: well there's no gravity
0: there's, There's gravity. In There's,
2: they're in space. They're yeah, next they're to the next sun. To sun. Oh, I see. But right. it see. But
4: it, <laughs> it does eventually come live before it gets destroyed. Does that matter? I think I it could know. have. If they hadn't done it something,
0: knows. maybe it could have done something. Oh, you I mean don't know like if in still the matters. heart of the sun. Oh, it could.
2: Is it able to broadcast itself anywhere? It, I have in, a feeling there those... might be
0: more story after this, you guys. Yeah. What? It's possible. Well, I mean. It is possible. Can
2: we reset this?
4: I think so. I think the next life
0: is probably the one that we'll end up uh-huh. in. I
4: thought this was life 10. I see see oh, wait. I
0: no, I think this is life nine. Um again.
2: Or so never Len, again?
0: Yeah. Mm. The main crux yeah. of
2: this series is that Moira McTaggart has been revealed that she has she's a mutant. She's never been a mutant before. Yeah. Moira McTaggart is a mutant. I know enough about the X-Men to know that. Mm. And she um there was a whole wonderful issue mm-hmm. where it's revealed that Moira McTaggart's mutant ability is that she lives her life and then she dies. And then she resets in the womb
3: and lives her life all over again. What, re, lives the same life all over? Will again? it
0: change it like Depen- I mean it'll on the change choices depending on she what makes, she changes. But yeah.
4: But with, oh, the, wow. with the knowledge of the previous life. Oh, she
0: yeah. reincarnates
2: oh. into her herself at the beginning. And she's she's like that. a whoa. she's like a
4: living prince. Yeah, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Hickman,
2: you beast. Go ahead. Yeah. So we don't there's a list of at least she's it's also been revealed to her via Mystique and Destiny, destiny, destiny yeah. that the belief is she only has ten of those. Um,
4: was she
0: even? Did she say ten or eleven? It, it, okay. it was
4: nine or ten. Yeah. If you make the right choice, yeah.
0: Why is the not Why, is that the, uh, why is that the belief? Arbitrary. Destiny believes point? it to be so for whatever reason. It's okay. not really. She's just like this is the deal. TBD. Uh, here she's you, able yeah. to see. A little, I, I believe yeah. she's
2: able to see the future or something. She's got some outside knowledge about this can, yeah. mutant ability. And as far as she can see with her mutant ability, she has nine or ten of these lives. Okay. So, uh, oh, unless she uh, Amora McTaggart is killed before she her um, before she hits puberty and her mutant gene activates. So if she uh, dies so, at ten years old.
3: Then boom, done. Right,
2: cancel Christmas. So what we've been doing is we've been seeing more and more, um, more and more uh, hints as to which of the lives were in. All these different
3: stories. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, there's one earlier one that there. Uh, we discussed the idea that that was the main timeline that we had been reading. It's you know mostly recognizable in that one, mm-hmm. um, but it could also be that the next one. We re- You know, like, mm-hmm. the last one is what we've been reading all along. Right. It yeah. could still turn out that way. Yeah. So yeah. what t-
3: the timeline do we think this one so is? So f-
4: up until now, it felt like the main story in House of X has been the culmination of all her timelines up until now. Because the, the events as they're laid out is she would need to have to know everything that's happened in all nine of her lives to get all the characters into this moment. in this one place. Oh, that's where they are. Yes,
2: she retains the knowledge. Yes, you, yeah. you said that. Okay.
4: So she's she's made every alliance and every mistake up until this point and realizes, well, what we have to do in order to survive as a race is get this person in this room, this person in this room. You have to know this. You have to know this. And what the main book is kind of going through is presumably Life 10. And we just saw maybe the decimation of the main cast of Life Ten. Mm. But we don't know. Okay. It's this wild. It's, it's it is so good. It's the, so fun. The charts and graphs always matter with Jonathan Hickman books. Yeah. Everyone should know that from here. <laughs> well that's fourth charts well, and mean, graphs. I mean but you matter. should know that from
2: all of his <laughs> previous yeah. books. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So all right, let's move on to Something Is Killing the Children number mm. one, written by James Tinney and the Fourth, art by Werther Del Deladera. Diamond has nothing to say about it. Uh, I looked on Diamond's website and there was no listing. It was just the creative mm. team, so it said nothing about it. Mm. But basically, we got a spooky book here. We got a horror horror story, uh, which I'm very excited about because it's September, which means it's all it's, it's spooky time already. Already. Spooky time. Spooky
4: time. August thirty first. Spooky time. <laughs> stroke of eleven fifty nine. Yeah. And then boom. Time to pumpkin. get spooky, spooky son. Time. Pumpkins and skulls.
2: <laughs> boom, nigga. <laughs> 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 well that's this podcast first n-word um, well we've broken a barrier today yeah. <laughs> so basically we have um a bunch of kids are having a sleepover party which was one of my favorite things to do as yeah. a, a youngin as a youth mm-hmm. um have my friends over we watch horror movies um we didn't really play truth or dare truth or dare didn't really show up until like wit girls showed up hey, i about to say months. this was like
3: i'm like This is not the the right crowd for truth or dare. Yeah, usually you want
2: to get truth or dare to get sexy. I never
0: played sexy truth or dare. It was just regular truth or dare. I mean, all truth or dare should be sexy. I mean, it was kind of fun,
2: but okay. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, Brian. No, no judgment. No judgment, Brian. So basically, we've got four kids. How you want to play is how you play.
0: No, I would have played sexy truth or dare if it had been offered. You know, it's (laughs) not too late. Yeah, go on. Uh, that's what we're here for tonight. <laughs> ah, Sexy truth uh, or dare, truth. Brian. It's
2: a new subject. <laughs> um, new feature here. on yeah. spoiler alert. Um, I did.
4: I did read it. So anyway,
2: uh, we've got four kids. They're high schoolers. They're having a sleepover party and they seem to enjoy when this one kid. Um, problem number one, I'm not sure of all four kids names. Uh, but anyway, the one kid well, tells really. <laughs> is used to telling the other children his story. Um, his, his dream stories about his, his nightmares. Cause they, I guess he's a good storyteller. It's very creepy. And they're like, Ooh, tell us about your new dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like tonight, I'm going to tell you not about a dream, but uh, something that just happened recently. And so he tells them this yarn about how, uh, he heard some shambling, uh, when he was home alone and he turned out all the lights to look outside. And there was a giant that was bigger than his house that was just standing in the middle of his yard. Right. And it was very spooky and creepy. And then he went out and was gone. Um, Cut to all of the children have been murdered. Well
3: I Well we mean, don't know that.
2: All it of the children so. are dead. He, <laughs> all we <laughs> know to, is that something killed the children. Cut to yeah.
4: the storyteller in, in an interrogation room with blood all over himself. Right. Yeah. James is his name, by the way. James yeah. is dead. Yeah, um So that's the cold open. Yeah. With a large title page. And then we get to meet some of these mysterious characters who may or may not be monster hunters they may or may not have been murdered by this giant monster. And what are these people going to do with no one believing them? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this. I thought it was great. Yeah. Hey, how did you guys feel about this? Yeah. This was some yeah. good stuff. It's, this was, um, this was, it wasn't, Yeah, it was like R rated. Um, I, I don't know. Like in, in <laughs> we're we have the, the common popular vocabulary now of things like stranger things and, mm-hmm. and, uh, um even movies like Shazam where you've got that like nasty edge of danger mm-hmm. and monsters on top of like this so like ha- like putting kids in a awful situation well with even no, just
2: this weekend um it chapter 2 yeah
4: with no with no real help from the adults mm-hmm. um is still an appealing kind of story it, it it heightens the tension of almost any situation and this was this was very well done
2: yeah i liked it a lot we also have um a secondary story besides this kid and all of his dead friends um there is a woman who got it. carries two gigantic machetes and she's got a um bandana a bandana with like a skull face on it some like yeah some kind of up smile teeth thing. Yeah, yeah and it seems like she's a monster hunter. It seems like she goes around town to town helping people who have called upon her to help it them. It ultimately
0: seems re- that way. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, re- the very first scene we see her in, there is a girl who is missing an arm and both legs at the knee. And an eye. And an, an eye, eye. And presumably. is sitting in a radio flyer um, wagon. wagon.
0: Huh. Yeah, I thought the woman with the machetes was the monster. Yeah, like I At definitely. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was a yeah. monster killer. That was a yeah. nice little. <laughs> yeah. Because
3: that bandana doesn't necessarily read as bandana. No. I thought it was
0: her crazy skull face thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a definitely. nice little misdirect. Yeah. It was indeed. That was very cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, it seems like she gets hired. I don't even know if it's money based or whatever, but there's someone on the agency f- of some kind. Yeah, maybe yeah, she's yeah, on yeah. the phone with somebody yeah. who's it's sort of directing her. It's the
0: BPRD. It's what now? BPRD. That makes sense yeah. Got that vibe
3: uh, you, you said that she was a woman I didn't get the sense That she was a woman I got the sense That she maybe Is maybe just a Not much older like a Touch older than, than the kids Oh okay Oh really yeah.
4: the teen, oh, uh, Like right. 17,
1: 18 Oh okay yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah.
4: I thought that too Which makes me think That maybe this is Only something that Kids, kids kind can of deal, see And exactly. or deal with well,
2: She does take a bus and says she's not driving. Right. right. So yeah, that's right. that's a good indicator. Um,
4: yeah. I, the, this, this was interesting. It was interesting and kind of fun. And then it got to the point where you see what actually happened that night with his friends um, and how they were gruesomely dispatched. Mm. And then I, you just kind of know, like, well, this... This book doesn't pull punches. Nope. No, it's mm-hmm. disturbing in the best ways. Well, I
3: mean, well, the name of the book is "Somebody Is Killing Something. the
4: Children."
0: Yeah, I didn't Something think it was is... going to go down I pleasantly. <laughs> <gonna> go down <laughs> pleasantly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, you know, dismemberment
4: usually happens in the shadows when it's under thirteen years old. Hmm. You know?
0: Oh, there were two rippings apart <laughs> of yeah, children. Totally. Yeah, yeah, that it's, particular it's, monster. It's the, the, yeah, that.
4: The, the help me, help me, written <laughs> <laughs> half kind of thing. Yeah, that was some. Um,
0: this was a this was a
4: a very spoopy book. So he
0: also, James, in the very beginning is like, but I just made it up, right? Mm-hmm. So is this the thing that he was envisioning? I mean, it's very tall and it has really long nail like things, right? You know, I think that's an interesting mystery.
4: Or is it created out of his memory or does it take the shape of what he's afraid of or is or he does just it, perceiving like, it was right? i was thinking
0: created but maybe he's just pre- like maybe he's an asset to this group because yeah. he can see these things in mm-hmm. his dreams or whatever maybe yeah. he's the monster maybe he is the monster. Maybe he's
4: an unreliable narrator could be maybe this is a good book and we should keep reading maybe yeah definitely <laughs> it put brings it on my you list in. what did <laughs> you th- i'm
3: curious jd as um one of the artists here at the table what did you think of the art by Werther de la Terra and, I, be, I believe, Miguel Murato? I find
2: it's a little uneven. I okay. think there are panels that are wonderful and really mm-hmm.
3: well-constructed,
2: but then there are some other panels that seem a little rushed. The face, the facial yeah. features are a little slippy, a mm-hmm. little, little uh, loose, let's say. Yeah. Um, but I think as a horror book that's dealing with monsters... A little uneasiness via the artwork is uh, appropriate. Yeah,
0: yeah, you, it's I thought welcome. It like yeah. totally. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it worked well. I like it in the like sketchy kind of style. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it gets kind of sketchy uh, uh, right around the time of the attack mm-hmm. to try and bring you into the horror of mm-hmm. the whole thing.
4: Yeah, the the scene of the the kid's eyes rolling in the back of his head as he gets ripped in half was just like oh okay. It mm-hmm. was it was a it was, an, it was a very mm-hmm. odd. Not odd, but um, effective detail in the art. Even though this is probably the loosest
3: section of the book. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely right. I I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, this was really good. This was really cool. And actually, what I appreciated, because to your point, no, it definitely has, keeping it in comics, a... Paper Girls feel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But I appreciated that, like in this first issue, you're like you're already in on the action. Because mm-hmm. Paper Girls is decidedly a slower burn, mm-hmm. which is why I haven't finished it yet. Oh, I'm behind
4: too. Like yeah. three issues in. No, I want to read it, but I literally have been waiting since it's over. I've been getting the issue every month, yeah, and just waiting till they're all just done. waiting. Yeah. Um, it'll
2: be the next one. Dive. One nice little thing I like about this book is the two. Double page spread title
3: page. I and, love that. Yeah.
2: I know um, previously on the show, uh, people have complained. Like I know um, Optimus Douche and, and Ambush Bug have hated that. They think it's a waste of paper. It's a waste of design, everything like that. Huh. I find it to be very effective. Huh. Yes. Um, they, they've done that in Star Wars. The, the Marvel Star Wars books would mm. so be like a two-page spread. Star Wars, brang. Um But to me, that's, it's very filmic
0: yeah i was gonna oh, say it's, it's very it's funny to mention star wars yeah. as the example because it's very cinematic cards, it's like yeah. a title card yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and i always yeah. like
2: that um, and i can yeah. almost hear the the ominous boom. Boom. yes yeah, 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 kind yeah, yeah. of yeah. this is
4: one of the reasons why i actually enjoy reading a lot of things in print over digital because um months ago we talked about the first issue of donny kate's guardians of the galaxy in the print version they did this double page mm-hmm. blank full title kind of like hit yeah and in context of the the line that was delivered in the panel before mm. and it wasn't in your guys copy. Oh. And I was like this was it was literally like a James Bond cold open mm. and somebody like somebody mm. is about to say like I don't want to join the FN and then boom a two page double head. Huh. Double page spread. I didn't know they were ever Guardians different. The Galaxy like it was just That's cool. it's effective. Yeah. yeah, it works if they did it every issue. I don't know if it would be. Okay. No, it would <laughs> I like it when background. it shows up sparingly. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Uh it's time For Thunder Round.
0: Thunder Round.
2: Now, for people who don't know, it's a new segment on the show that we have not forgotten about yet.
1: Uh We've been accused (laughs) that we would forget about it and
2: leave it by the wayside. But I will tell you what. uh, It's one of my favorite bits of the show now. So basically what we do is I hand it off to one of my co-hosts. And um Brian's going to go first and yeah. he's got 1 minute on one minute. the clock. 1 minute on the clock. He's going to be talking about Harley Quinn Poison Ivy number 1 written by Jody Hauser with art by Adriana Milo and you've got 1 minute. I'm pressing start. Go.
0: Very fun, very cool book. Um light in the sense of, you know, it's just the two of them doing their thing uh and I, the two of them are always fun to see interacting, and uh, I like Poison Ivy, I also like when people get their powers amped up, Mm -hmm. so that was fun, and uh, by the end, so we really enjoyed the Justice League Dark that introduced Floronic Man as the King of Petals, and this is his presumably next appearance after that, or it's a follow-up appearance. Um, I think the design on him is very cool. Uh, I'm really interested to see uh, where it goes. You know, it kind of reminds me a little of a Gail Simone-type Fun friends hanging out, doing it, like they're at the mall for a little bit, and it's just it's just cool. It's like a little fun little little ride. Okay, yeah, I liked it, and I have s- five more seconds to tell you how much I liked it, which was very much. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Use every damn
4: second.
0: <laughs> All right. All uh, right. Can I, at this opportunity, there was something. So we discussed doing a thunder round on Green Lantern, and yeah. there was like one cool thing that Go I ahead. wanted. Okay, in Green Lantern, in a, Green Lantern,
4: this is a mini. You've got it's ten like seconds. A, yeah. Mini. mini cloud. So
0: um, there's a, a multiversal, strike. multiversal Green Lantern kind mm-hmm. of thing going on, and there's somebody who is not mentioned, who for whatever reason, you know, because they're, uh, the the uh legal, um, it is the Iron Lantern version of John Stewart and James We're Rhodes done. together. Damn it. From Amalgam Comics. No, so good,
2: um, Oh, you a
0: person. I'm Wait,
4: behind. That's, that's interesting. <sighs> that's all right. I'll read it. It doesn't matter. Spoilers don't really matter to me. It's, no?
2: Yeah. It's your turn. It's my turn? It's your turn. You're going to talk about Lois Lane number three by DC Comics, written by Greg Rucka, with art by Mike Perkins. Go.
4: So, Lois Lane. Issue three. We talked about issues one and two ad nauseum, mm-hmm. and bo- all of us really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you today, still good. Sweet. Wait two seconds. Still, still good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, it, this has been more of the same of good. So um, this, this happened a lot during like other brewbreaker runs, Brewbreaker and Rucka runs, where it's just like, uh, there's nothing really new to say. It's still really good. There are two scenes I want to like, point out, um, one being Superman showing up to a scene of a crime and Lois Lane calls him out on it in a very, very interesting way huh. that shows like their relationship is really, really it, it's really good. It's really interesting. She she calls him out on bullshit and it's, it's true. And then we kind of get a <clears throat> coming to terms with the fact that there are two questions running around the DC Universe right
2: now. Oh, it's finally coming to fruit. Okay. Yep,
4: which is great. This book is awesome. Everyone should
3: pick it up. Nice, that's good to hear because Lois Lane has always been like a favorite character of mine. Yeah. Like not not one of my favorite, but I've always got a soft spot for Lois. Yeah, the way they the way
4: they the what Bendis and this team Bendis and Rucka by proxy this team has done with their relationship has been better than I've ever seen it. Kind of in modern comics, mm-hmm. the relationship between Lois and Superman. It's so good. It's, it's really so good.
2: really good. Len yes it's your turn you are going to be talking about the web of the black widow number one our second book by jody hauser she had written harley quinn and poison ivy oh yeah and so now she has written uh web of black widow art by Stephen mooney
3: one minute on the clock go okay i'm saved the best for last Web of the Black Widow is not a bad book, but this is the re- one of the reasons why I collect trades now, because this book is very much, the whole book is a cold open to a story mm-hmm. to me. I don't feel like it's a whole lot of a story. Like Noel said on one of our previous reviews, kind of like a cold open to a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. That's what this whole thing feels like. There's some cool bits, there's a nice little moment where she like, you know, is like sneaking around a house and then cut to, you know, on the side on the same page years uh... hours later and you can see what she's actually already did in the mm-hmm. house that's a cool little bit mm-hmm. and the art is not bad even though natasha looks different from panel to panel to panel <laughs> and that's a little bit annoying and so does tony stark because iron man shows up in here but the best thing about this book is the cover the cover is absolutely great and that will draw you in and maybe make me buy the trade of web of the black widow
2: nice mm. And there it goes.
3: Whoa. It's almost like I'm a professional, professional. podcaster. Well
4: I think done. it needs to be a more aggressive, harsh-sounding alarm.
3: I'm sorry, it does. That's too nice. It whang, should be
4: like a. Whang. Yeah, it should be like a. Yeah. Uh, it actually
3: needs to be the voice of God, Brian here, just shutting <laughs> down, shutting us down. End of round.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. There, that's it. That's, the that's it. That's the new one. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to our long-form reviews with Legion of Superheroes, Millennium number 1, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Arts uh, by Jim Lee, Dustin Nguyen, Andrea Sorrentino, Andre Lima Arejo. Diamond says, This epic story spans the course of 1,000 years and, for the very first time, connects all of DC's future timelines, starring the unlikeliness of DC heroes as she learns to cope with newfound immortality and roams through the desperate societies of Batman Beyond, Commandy and Tommy tomorrow wrestling with her own inner demons and desperately trying to find her purpose in an ever-changing world. Do not miss this truly unique take on DC's universe, all leading to a special launch of the millennium. Uh, Nolan, you and I had already discussed this uh, as we were reading it. I was very excited because I was reading Superman. I caught up. I read six issues in one set here at the shop. I was catching up on Superman by Brian Michael Bendis, the unity saga. And it was fine, it was Rogal Czar and it was Zod and um it was a bunch of different stuff happening in the Phantom Zone and blah blah blah. It was fine. <laughs> but by the time I was finished the Unity saga and realized that the entire thing was just a precursor to get the Legion of Superheroes back into DC, I was blown away and I left I closed the book very excited, super stoked to pick up Millennium, which we're about to talk about. And the lead-in was way more interesting to me than this first issue. Bendis does here what I think he is... It's sort of one of his go-to moves, is I'm going to pick a sort of D-list character, yeah. and I'm going to focus on him mm-hmm, real hard. Mm-hmm, We're going to mm-hmm. do a little something different with him, and I'm just going to pour all of my energy in this one character and kind of hope people follow me along with it.
1: Yeah, hmm.
2: I didn't really follow him along with him on this one. Um, I think Rose and Thorn, Is fine character, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it turns out. So basically, she's got multiple personality disorder, and the one has a superpower.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah, or like Uh, a power set or something, you know. Yeah, she has a power set.
2: Thorn being the her evil, yeah, her evil version. Um, I guess like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. It's Rose and Thorne.
0: Although Thorn I think is not always so evil. Yeah. Ryan, I think she's, she's well, not, like one she's of them not, said, she's, a, she's not evil. She's a She's harsh a loose, yeah. She's yeah. A loose okay. cannon. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, she decides she discovers in the future, I guess the Batman Beyond Future, she's like I'm still alive and I'm still young and my husband died of old age. I I think something's up. Um,
0: yeah, so she might not just have multiple personality disorder yeah, yeah. Like, decades past. So is Supergirl that was in the same time as Batman Beyond? Or is Batman Beyond a little bit after that? A little uh, bit after it, I think. I think yeah. it's after it. So yeah, I think so.
4: I, this opening scene that Jim Lee drew, I loved it. Mm. Uh, yeah. The conversation that Thorne has with elderly Supergirl is fascinating. Elderly Supergirl. Helen Mirren Supergirl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah,
2: could yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. It's fascinating because the thought process of it is. I used to suffer from what at the time they called multiple personality disorder. Decades ago, they cured it with a medication. Oh, that's right. I have been mm-hmm. fine for decades, had a life, everything. You're reading now, from the book now. Yeah, this is what happened in the book. Yeah. No. Okay. Oh.
3: It sounded a little bit like you were saying, I know. Oh, I know. No, I mean, yeah, um, I uh, did. <laughs> I, I did at first. I was like, oh, <laughs> Noel <laughs> experienced multiple personality <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> I come a thorn. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs>
0: Do solemnly swear. <laughs> no, she is explaining this right. that she
4: used to suffer from and blah, blah, blah. And, that, and now she's come across the fact that they don't manufacture the drug anymore because no one else has it anymore because yes. it has been phased out of all mm-hmm. of society due right. to the drug. And she has no idea what's going to happen now. So, like, mm-hmm. this slow to her because she has lived a sequestered life for decades and has no idea, is not really thinking about it, lives in the woods she comes to like a weird stark realization that she's never gonna die and Mm. i thought that was crazy fascinating Mm -hmm. she didn't walk in the room and just like i'm immortal (laughs) like it was it's like she walks you through this this whole like timeline this whole first chapter awesome
2: that's my favorite part of the book agreed is the lead-in
1: yeah
2: um i don't really care about future dc continuities i don't Mm. care about the batman beyond universe i don't care about kingdom come universe um Commandee. tommy T- commandy mm-hmm. certainly not and mm-hmm. i don't even
0: know what tommy tomorrow is yeah i was i meant to look that one up and when you read it in the intro i was like oh tommy, to- tommy tomorrow tommy
3: tomorrow's from like the 50s 60s uh, he's, he's, he was a character huh. and, and and the time that you meet him in this book is before he's the tommy tomorrow that fans of his oh really that knows. was
0: the titular tommy yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So none of that uh, with the, uh, was the faux none of that was Frank or I, art. I'm gonna hold. Uh, yeah. I have. I have
4: an overall like thought of this book, but I'm gonna hold it until you guys kind of give your opinions because it's. I just want to hear.
3: Well, it's interesting that you both you and uh, JD said that you like the Jim Lee part because me not being a fan mm-hmm. anymore of Jim Lee's art, I didn't enjoy that part. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't like the story. I like what Bendis was talking about, the whole idea of like, you know, they're no longer making my drugs and now I'm scared and, you know, um, and I, I'm with, you know, I felt for her feeling sad about, oh my God, I'm never going to die. I just don't like Jim Lee's art because Jim Lee's storytelling sucks. And I don't think he tells that story to its to its benefit. Um, because the, the that lead-in cuts to a scene of a big double page spread of her with Superman, and then there's another, I think it's a double page spread of her with a whole bunch of villains, and neither of them have jacked to do with the story. Well, he's
4: gotta be able to sell those big prints. <laughs> and then and, and, and again,
3: that's what annoys me yeah. about that. Um, it's actually the scene with Tommy Tomorrow was my favorite scene, even though it's a faux Frank Quitely art because it's not Frank Quitely, but it's some of the best Frank, good. faux Frank yeah. Quitely yeah. I've seen. But it was the moment when the story kind of like just slowed down. And, like, you really became at least a little bit invested in the character. Mm -hmm. Rose Thorne is a hard character for you to jump in because the majority of, like, even the hardest core DC person doesn't really know about Rose Thorne to that (laughs) deep extent. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, So that's really hard to use. But, again, because of that, she's a perfect jumping in point. My problem with this overall, though, is that this is sold, especially on the cover, and especially on all of the variants, as Legion of Superheroes. Mm. This is not Legion of Superheroes. I understand this is the first issue, mm. is, is getting you into it, but there's no touching of the Legion of Superheroes at all in yeah, this. Right, And that to a degree, annoys me. It sounds like this, it reads like this is actually Millennium One, not legions of superheroes, Millennium One, as it's advertised. And I also think that having all those different artists, while which is a fun exercise, because of the, var- the variation of storytelling, is a detriment to the story. <sighs> I will say one quick part about the commanding part, was kind of cool because that actually is coming in on the back end of an old commandy comic hmm. book story from the seventies, oh. so where they've actually fought over Superman's costume. Hmm. So that that part was actually kind of cool, but the rest of it was kind of like it was just a little meh. Yeah.
0: Oh, I liked it. Yeah, I was into well, it.
3: You're a you're a Legion fan from way
2: back.
0: I am a Legion fan from way back, and I'm a Future fan from way back. Yeah. Um. So like, just the fact that it was telling stories in these different futures, I was like, I'm in. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Looking at it again, I would say not so much faux Frank quietly as faux Mobius. Mm-hmm. There's definitely okay. a Mobius okay. Yeah. Okay. Phobias. Phobias. Mm-hmm. feel. Okay. Phobius. That's a cool that. name. I <laughs> Phobius. And for me, <laughs> Like those buildings? It's,
2: it's not even, it's a little bit of Mobius, yeah. but I also, there was a guy who did um, Big in Japan.
0: I don't know that. Remember Batman no, Big in Japan? I forgot. Yeah.
2: Oh, he died. He fell off a roof in China or something and died. Oh, oh Will World? That um, guy. Oh, he did Will. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name. But yes, unfortunately. <sighs> I will put it in post. Editor's note, it wasn't Batman Big in Japan. It was Fantastic Four Big in Japan. And the artist I'm referencing is Seth Fisher. There we go.
4: Well, what I was going to say was um, I hate the format. I want to this story but i hate the format i don't think this needed to be two issues Mm -hmm. yep two months ago they did a prestige um one shot of event leviathan Mm -hmm. Mm. which was what 799 it was Mm. like 70 pages it was four different stories all Mm -hmm. by the same like team kind of to to ramp up this event if both of these issues this one and two were together Mm. telling me where it's going because as far as i'm concerned it ended anticlimactically with no real connective tissue other than her being angry throughout time yeah and it's not giving me any of the legion which yep. is supposed to lead into yeah give me a thicker one shot i'll pay the extra two dollars i wanted a full story this just yep. kind of stopped didn't end anticlimactically hmm. it literally just kind of stopped yeah you see i actually so I, didn't
0: even notice i didn't until you guys uh, mentioned yeah. that the legion like it wasn't an issue for me at all it was just like oh yeah we're halfway through the thousand years <laughs> you know like we're getting there um sure it'll all come together and it but I think I've been thinking of it more as like this is a two part story mm-hmm. and it will end with the Legion yeah. coming into to existence or um so I didn't really expect you know, I thought like, oh we're getting snapshots of the mm-hmm. timeline now through the thirty first or thirty second, they've kinda of gone back and forth. I think yeah. it's thirty first now again. Yeah, it's thirty um, first. because yeah, they you meant know, for like a little bit they were like, Oh, it's the thirty second century. Did and they then, really? Yeah, Did Bendis you. said something online where he's like, "No, no, no! Now it's the 32nd, And then they went, they went back on that. I don't yeah. know what the deal was. Well,
4: I mean, there's been a, there's been a couple of post announcement changes, right? No, it's yeah, it's thirty-first again.
0: Cool. I like thousand years. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, s- yeah. some ethnicities looking- have
4: changed and some and the, the oh, timeline yeah, has yeah, yeah. changed. Yeah. I
0: like some of their costumes a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are so-so, but they're not really in the book. They're, yeah, because yeah. you yeah, don't exactly. really see the Legion yeah, until you yeah, get yeah. to the back right, 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 It's right, only
2: right. the back matter where you realize, oh, there's right. Legions coming. It's true. Yeah.
0: But I guess maybe that's just what I thought it was going into it, yeah. was like, oh, we're going to go through the futures. Yeah. Well, you were right. Good I job. was right. Thank you. Speaking <laughs> of the
2: Legion, I just wrapped up Young Justice, season four? Oh, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three. 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 Are you, I got like five, eight,
4: uh, five episodes. Cool. It was all right. Good. Let's
2: move on. So Doomsday Clock <laughs> That's number about o- as
3: much as he could. C- yeah, yeah. Doomsday
2: Clock Eleven, written by Jeff Johns with art by Gary Frank. In this penul- penultimate issue, Whoa. the truth behind Rebirth hmm. is revealed as Batman searches for the one person he believes can help him save the world. Rorschach. Hmm.
4: Was there truth told behind Rebirth?
0: Also, I don't remember. Like the biggest thing in that issue was not Batman searching for Rorschach. No, <laughs> I'll tell you that. You did. Uh, I did tell you. You just told us. I won't tell you again. Ah, oh, damn it. I might.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants so, to go first? Um, it G-D. was fine. It was uh, coming off of the last episode, Whoa, which oh, I was oh, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, so yeah, good. Forget yeah. about it. Don't forget about no, it. It was great. It. Keep yeah. thinking about it. Uh-huh. Um, I felt like a bit of a downturn, and I just feel strange that this is over in one more issue. It doesn't. It feels like it's. It can't wrap up so quickly
0: right am i crazy i kind of think it might and judging also on what the last issue was because this book is weird it's been really slow at certain times mm-hmm. like a lot of the times but i've been interested throughout it seems like something big is happening but i'm not just interested because i'm like well what big thing and how is yeah. it DC?" although that's an element of it but i could see the disparate threads coming together mm-hmm. um you know, by the next issue or depending on the events of the next issue, yeah.
2: Do you guys feel like there's there was a huge info dump in here where mm-hmm. the villain goes mm-hmm. Ah yes, allow me to explain my villainy, the the beautiful the genius of my plan, let me tell you. I it felt very uh stale. S- so I, I read
4: this twice and I went back and looked at some other issues too because it has been like the the production schedule has been mm. stupid extended yes. <laughs> um, is that what we're calling extended? <laughs> yeah. Is that the word for it? late as fuck <laughs> <laughs> with good reason yeah um, oh yeah uh and the beginning of the book uh the first six issues or so were very much um an homage to alan moore's style mmm over the course of like the last five or six, it's been transitioning into more of a DC pace. Mm. And this felt like mm. almost every single penultimate issue of Jeff Johns's event mm-hmm. books. <laughs> it felt like the second to last issue of Blackest Night, where so much shit starts to hit the fan and then it's just like, <gasps> and then just the next issue. It felt like the, the second to last issue of Infinite Crisis. It felt like mm. the second to last. This felt like a second to last issue of a Jeff Johns event. Is that bad? N- I don't think so. Because yeah, those if, are st- two good events. If yeah, the, you said you a mentioned. lot of... And this is it. Like I'm, I'm slowly convincing myself of this being a little bit more of a of a massive arc of mm-hmm. kind of... um, He's essentially merging two worlds, and mm-hmm. he's done it slowly over two years. Mm. And to us, it's felt jarring because we're only getting it a piece at a time. But I actually, after looking at like the last couple of issues and how... This is all kind of turned. It's it's felt like a like a like a, a slow burn from one style to the next, and I think that's intentional. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I hadn't put that together. Um, it's Really interesting. Because
4: there's a something in this book that really really bothered me was the timeline, which I, I talked to JD a little bit off online about offline about was how long have the Watchmen characters been in the DC universe? Because Vet talks about um, all these machinations that he's put into play mm. but as i've been reading it it's like wait how long have they been here mm-hmm. they've been and, and then you go back and you think about it like they've been there for months yeah. rorschach's mm. been in arkham for months yeah. um vet has been doing his thing for however long a uh, rebirth in this story where um wally showed back up was over mm. two years ago yeah. so like this really has been going on for a while yeah. and it's i think i think when we get it collected and read it all the way through, it's going to not feel as jarring, not feel as much of an info dump.
3: See, I disagree, and it's probably not fair for Go me to disagree, yourself. because I have, only, <laughs> I have only read the first issue of Doomsday Clock. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, man. But, but yeah, here's, yeah, yeah. here's why I disagree. All right. Please. Because <laughs> this book was decidedly written knowing that it was only going to be X amount of issues, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. So it's one big story that you know you're going to divide across all these issues. You are writing for the collection. Mm -hmm. So for your next to last um, issue to then be almost, it felt like six or seven pages of an info dump that in a collected book is going to be like what the
0: fuck. Oh, see, I think it would flow better in a collected book. No, it flows better yeah. in a
3: collected book because you can reference what he had before, but if your story True. has been actually written to to progress along these 12 issues, then you should be skilled enough a writer mm. that the person is putting the dots together.
0: I wouldn't call that the main reveal of this story, though. Like, I don't think that's the main story. Like, what's going on with Dr. Manhattan and Superman? Oh, I don't yeah, think it yeah. is
3: either, but I I think that dump, to mm. be so much of a dump, mm. like, two or three pages, mm. like— one also because this is using Watchmen characters, hmm. I think by default. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. You can't help but um, compare this to Watchmen, the book, especially because oh. it kind of mocks some of a, the layout. Oh, story, sure, yeah, 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 And while there is a bit of an info dump mm-hmm. in Watchmen, one a bit, okay, <laughs> admittedly, but but a lot of that is. In dialogue, uh, yeah, it's not yeah. so much using the pictures to reference, like to remind you yeah. already. Like, this, fe- this felt like you know, um, felt like sh- uh, Guy Richie Sherlock. But by the way, we keep jumping back into flashbacks <laughs> and stuff, and that, and that like was annoying me. But, but as much as that is sometimes in Watchmen, you can still read Watchmen and it comes across as Vit or. Or how would I would say Vite. I, 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 I always said Vite too, they but I, I didn't want
4: to. I yes. didn't want to make Norm he, <laughs> Noel no wrong. I mean, I was okay. I, I don't. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually go Ozymandias, but I just said Vate yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason. Well, because
0: my last name L I E B with pronounced Lieb, and traditionally it's like in an I-E or E I. So Vite. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vite. Yeah, that's Vite. how Adrian, I said
3: it. I will yeah. correct myself. Thank you. Vate. Vites info dump Do in Watchman comes off as the character just being smug and just and and yeah. and, and, and well, he just is. yeah he's pretty and smug and he is yeah. but in this one it literally feels like he's reading the wikipedia page yeah. of Doomsday. Yeah. yes mm. and 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 coming into this, and maybe the the penultimate issue is the bad one to come into. It might have been. I give you, give you that. <laughs> but coming into it on on there, that really fucking annoyed me. And i and especially because I had already talked myself into. I know I want the book. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to collect it. But that big ass dump made me like, do I really good? This sounds yeah. like this might be a bit a bit of a cluster. It's been
2: awesome up until this issue. My my big problem with this, besides the dump as we're calling it, um, is Saturn Girl. Hmm. I don't. This feels like something specifically aimed at a red herring. For the audience. Yes. Where, oh, Saturn Girl's back. It looks like the Legion is coming back, and it's going to be because of Doomsday Clock. He, uh, that's where that's all going to come back. Hmm. And it turns out, no, this has nothing to do with the Legion. It's all going to be Brian Michael Bendis and the Unity Saga and all that other stuff. And she's because, literally
0: erased from the book. And she, but the yeah. ring is not. And then. <laughs> the, the, the ring remains. remains. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> so basically,
2: he's dumping at Saturn Girl, who's in a cell. Mm-hmm. And then as he's saying, uh, I would theorize that you're no longer part of this timeline. You just didn't realize that she fades away as he's telling her that. It mm-hmm. was a little odd.
0: Like, her knowledge is Looney Tunes-style causing her to yeah. no longer be in. But I think that... Uh they, I think they mentioned in the last issue that that was one of the things that Manhattan influenced uh-huh. was that the Legion is not around anymore. Yeah. to be friends with yeah. Superman when he is a boy. also too. You that it tracks
4: yeah. in a weird way. The fact that like um, Wally was able to come back when he was remembered. Ah, ah. that is a good point. So yeah. I, I think oh, it's shit. and yeah. I think that he is like in hindsight. I think he's info dumping hard on her, hard, hard, hard info yeah. dump yeah. on her because he of a dump. big solid. Because he knows dump. that when he's done, she's gone. Actually, and that is
0: when she disappeared. Was when he said, "Does he remember you now? Does oh, yeah. Superman remember yeah. you?" Yeah, I, I yeah. got that.
3: It's, oh, I didn't why get that. He was do- uh-huh. Yeah, I got that part.
2: But yeah, the ring stays. Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, well, it
4: doesn't disappear. Well, he remembers the ring. It does disappears her me- her membership in it, her piece of it. Uh-huh. That was, I think, that was for the reader, mm. like, or mm. just like when they have a and shadow,
0: but you can still see the red part of Superman's S. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that's just because it looks cool. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I
4: thought it was. I thought it was the. I thought that was just kind of like an indication that Superman will prevail. Oh, the Legion remains. The Legion will end up remaining. Oh, even though
0: very cool. Going. She won't. Her version of Saturn yeah. Girl won't. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I how you, I took
4: that's it. A good point. That was like a writer's
3: choice. No, hey, I, I, right. I want to yeah. uh, ask you about one thing, though, because you talked about how um, – I don't need the book. You talked about how Damn the book, book is late, and then you said, but for a reason.
4: Oh, uh, Gary Frank.
0: Yeah. The artwork. And just because it's really good, so we don't mind as much. Yeah,
3: his level
4: of detail has been yeah, taking yeah. them twice as long yeah. as they anticipated. Because I think the original schedule was supposed to be monthly for, like, the first three, and then mm. it moved to bi-monthly. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they were going to, like, finish out strong, but then it's become bi-monthly and tri-monthly for, like, some yeah. of the in-between issues.
3: Mm. Is he inking himself in this? I don't know. Because I love Gary Frank's oh, art. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, again, and... and I'm sorry, but a spoiler alert. This yes. is another another one of the reasons why I believe, honestly believe, books like this should just be put out in as the trade. But that I'm enjoying reading it when it comes out. Yeah. I uh, hear uh, you, but to me, Gary Frank's art, as great as it is, is not so insanely good. That I forgive the book for being as late mm. as it's you know, been. That's where we've, we differ. I like well, it more than. Well, well we've touched to work. on it. We've touched on it before. Going back, and this is going back a few years, but um, Mark no. Miller and Brian Hitch's Ultimates. Yeah. And you know, and how late that book was. But then, when you got the book, you were like, "All right, I see what you're doing, Hitch," mm. because Hitch was putting Hitch was putting in incredibly more detail yeah, than I'm seeing Gary Frank doing in here. He is inking it.
0: Or All-Star Superman also was he's, similar. He's credited you know, as Frank, as Qu- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was
3: going to say Frank Quitely yeah. uh, because Frank Quitely is another person mm. whose art I love. Mm. I love myself some Frank Quitely. But I don't know if I give him the, the pass that I give Brian Hitches. Oh, it, really? I don't oh. because as as great as his art is, mm. I don't see it taking – Freaking forever to do oh, it. Maybe he's redrawn, and stuff. especially because his art is so open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. A, the colorist is yeah, doing yeah, a yeah. lot of work uh, on yeah. his art.
4: That is one panel in a nine-panel grid structure. And you Brian said he Hitch is inking himself. Brian Hitch did an eight-page nope. yeah, spread. Himself. Yeah, 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 I mean, now, not, I'll give him, I'll give him I'm an excuse because he's inking, him, because uh, he's inking himself. Because he's inking himself. It is incredibly intense work.
3: I will give him I will give him the pass because he is inking himself yeah. and it that is different and I believe and, and JD maybe can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he still is for the most part old school. Mm-hmm. So he's he's doing his pencils, he's not do, he's not doing it digitally. No, it's not digital, yeah. So I I'll, I'll I'll give him the I'll give him that pass. So I I'll, I'll go with you there. Yeah, I think
2: it's just I think it's um subjective because I <laughs> Your opinion t- about art
0: yeah. <laughs> is subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I think that this is worth waiting yeah. for. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, when I look back about Frank Quietly and it was New X-Men by Grant Morrison, I am forever disappointed <laughs> that he did not do that entire, entire series. Uh, and it went to like fill in artist Igor Cordy who I just every time I opened up a book <laughs> and um who's the comics gate douche? EVS. EVS did he some did stuff some in it. there. Yeah, and I was and it just was, like, get uh, the f- yeah. this sucks. Yeah. It's awful. Um so to me that New X Men run as much as I loved the writing of it is forever tainted mm. because of the fill in artist yeah. and I'd much rather have a coherent oh, uh, yeah. artistically coherent Doomsday Clock hardcover than hmm. every other episode is a different fill in you know or like
0: mean? flashbacks or a different artist yes. or something like yeah. that so the info dump I I don't mind no, it no at no well. it's the dump the dump
2: yeah
4: the
0: d- I thought it was great yeah you know I was just like oh sweet. This is how this came together. Ozymandias did this. Hmm. Uh, cool. The Martin Stein thing is interesting, too. Hmm. Which um, I guess is continuity. I guess. It's kind of neat. That Stein did that yeah. on purpose.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, well, just also, uh, like I kind of uh, intimated, that now is not what I'm focused on about this book either. So I was like, oh, cool. Here's the uh, Here's the street-level stuff and how that all went down. But also, we've got this, like, crazy metaverse continuity thing going on Mm. the showdown with manhattan and superman and the not just the the showdown but the like kind of metaphorical import of these two beings meeting Mm -hmm. and what they each represent and uh you know all of that stuff i also did not notice the back the cover at all before the exterior back cover Were they doing that the whole time with the Superman's cape coming down over the. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah. It's Superman's cape. It looks like blood. I was like, why why is it blood?
2: And then there's like a Superman logo in there. Right. The
4: inside covers have been. Spelling out doomsday. Oh, how about box. that? Yeah.
0: That's cool, too.
4: Um, They double down on the metaverse stuff in the back matter. Oh,
0: yeah. The back matter is great. They like uh, the flash of two worlds and everything. Despite yeah. the dump, yeah yeah, 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 I
2: actually need a little bit more information. Okay. Where are all those photographs coming from?
0: I think Manhattan is leaving them subconsciously. It's like a snail trail. Yeah. He's not... I don't know. Maybe he realizes that what he's doing is not right or yeah. something like that. But Luther supposes that he... Well, he doesn't know it's Manhattan, but yeah. he's he thinks somebody is doing this, and they don't necessarily know that they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is like yeah, you know with, the last literally photo. crumbs. Yeah, just yeah. What's up. interesting yeah. too
4: is like as it gets like there's tw- he leaves twelve pictures total. Um, the items themselves, um, get tossed into different origins of Superman, as though Superman mm. is the epicenter of the metaverse, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And I feel so like some other things item too. Item seven right? is like Gotham. Oh, item six, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Item six was originally found in a cemetery in Smallville, Kansas, in 1956. It was mm. bought by a local library, blah, 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 blah. Item seven, originally found in the field in Smallville, Kansas, in 1986. The 30-year difference between the origin of and Man of Steel. Yeah, Man yeah, of yeah, Steel. Yeah. Nice. So every single new kind of metaverse yeah. reset that kind of starts with Superman, he's been able to see them happening in real time, and then is just kind of like subconsciously leaving these... This trail yeah. well, because I think forward. he went
0: to investigate, right? And he went to see, like, mm-hmm. when he's trying to figure what? out what's going Election on. Made. I think he go no yeah. Manhattan. Sh- Manhattan. Oh, Manhattan. Yeah, he yeah. goes throughout time, and when he's trying to figure out what the deal is with yeah. this shifting time, and he, I assume, goes to each like kind of nodal point yeah. that yeah. we see as uh, like Man of Steel, like re- reboots of Superman. It kept changing on yeah, him, yeah. and he didn't understand yeah. why it kept changing. Like, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Go to The same. Place oh, that last would, issue is so changing cool. Yeah.
2: Um. I did find it a little strange. Did anyone else that Lex Luthor is out there by himself with like a satchel and a, like like a in little, the woods? He's just hanging out in the woods by himself, wearing like yeah I think something
0: led him there, he's like in, uh, some seems kind like of device. He
2: doesn't seem like the night the Silver Age. I'm doing experiments, sciency stuff, right? Yeah. Lex Luthor yeah. to me anymore. He's I send teams of people. I send the the department that mm. I've hired mm. to go check out these
0: anomalies. So This it, might be more important than that. You know, he, yeah. this is like, that's he's a on the trail of personal. this thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Personal. it is yeah.
2: personal. It's interesting. I haven't seen him be, be that way yeah. in a long time.
4: I like yeah, that. Also, too, it he's under too. the impression yeah. that that him and Superman, like, oh, yeah. he's yeah. under the impression yeah. that him and Superman clashing is the epicenter of this. And he, right, that yeah. it's an eternal dance. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's,
0: no, he's just a cause. He's effing no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: All right, Spawn oh. 300, written by Todd McFarlane with artists Greg Capullo, J. Scott Campbell, Jason Sean Alexander, and Jerome Opeña. With this 300th issue, Spawn becomes the longest-running independent series in comic book history. And next month, mm. records will be broken with Spawn number 301. So Each
0: additional month.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> so, Diamond... The, what Diamond has to say about the issue is... It's It's been here a long time. Is that literally <laughs> what... That's not what <laughs> actually... That's what this means. Oh, oh. With okay, this 300th right. issue, Spawn is long running independent. Next month, it's going to break records. That's what they tell you about,
0: the, about this issue. <laughs> that's better than something's killing the children. That's true, which is
2: nothing. Um, I just thought it was funny. It was like, you guys couldn't say anything about the story, really? It's just, yeah, look how high this number is. <laughs> so
4: apparently, Scott Snyder drew, wrote an ish, uh, a chapter also. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, really? Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. It's in the, it's in the credits. Oh, chapter neat. two, writing, or uh, Scott Snyder writing chapter two. Hmm. Now, sometimes well, the chapters are clearly defined. Oftentimes they are not, mm. so I'm not sure which part he wrote.
0: That was the one that Todd McFarlane drew, I think, I right? think
4: it's the Todd McFarlane yeah. d- drawn one, which is this, right? Uh,
2: the one with the the violet. Yeah, this one.
3: It starts the, here. Well, okay, well, you're saying this, but the audience needs to know. Oh,
2: no, that's still Greg Capullo, isn't it? Yeah, this um, is still
4: Greg Capullo when he's tar- like the Albanian uh, flag right. transition, yeah, that's and then still the Greg next Capullo. page— Oh, the Todd McFarlane one McFarlane. is the
2: one with the Redeemer, which is... Right, right. The That's Redeemer, the one with the Redeemer. Where the then Redeemer becomes... The Reaper. Thank you. The Reaper. So I have not read Spawn uh, since... 200. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> 150. Um, a long, cool. long time ago. And um, I did have a bit of nostalgia for what's going on wow. in here, although... I'm not entirely sure that much has changed since i read it. <laughs> That's the scary um, thing. Because I thought I remember, like, they're doing this time, th- which I always thought was really cool. When Spawn first came out, it was such a big deal. I went to three comic shops in order to find a copy. I stood in line uh, with my friends to get a copy of Spawn number 1. It was a very big deal for me. And uh, I, was, I thought it was very cool that, A, he was a black man mm-hmm. who could only make himself white. Like, if he had to give himself, use his powers to make himself presentable, quote-unquote, and not a zombie, he had to be a white guy, uh, which I thought was neat. Uh, And he also had a ticking time power uh, power Power bar, like a video game power bar. Every time he used his spawn abilities, it would go down. I thought they got rid of that a long time ago, and the fact that it's back here again confuses me. Ticking down. It must
0: yeah. have been a lot of power. Well, that Well, it's, it's,
4: it's over. <laughs> like it ends essentially. Oh no! Right? Yeah. It I want to say
2: in like issue fifty, was the <laughs> first time it went down, and he wound up dying and huh. going going to heaven or hell or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't even fucking remember. One or the other. It's so well. That's the neat thing. Ah. Doesn't really matter in Spawn, does it? Both yeah. Spawn, um, both Heaven and Hell are equally shitty oh, that sucks. and manipulative yeah. and kind of evil, oh, right. and they don't exactly. care about humans at all. Oh, all they sucks. care about is their war with each other.
0: I've never read an issue of which Spawn, which I thought but, was also uh.
2: a very cool thing, mm. uh, considering I'm very anti-religion. Mm.
4: This dude in the um, the middle story with the zombies attacking the angel yes. and demon in a hospital and ghosts and scary whatever this dude at the end of it that has a leather jacket like spawn uh, was he um the character not, after not al in simmons? so uh, al simmons no. wasn't spawn for a while right
2: no. oh and somebody else was it. al simmons died he had his head cut off i believe huh. and then a new is spawn, that this? Is the is that spawn this dude? comic book focused on a new hell okay. spawn was
0: okay. it
4: jim character.
2: downing Yes. That's him. He was That's in his a coma. Cat. Something about a coma, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Did the so, other guy come back? Al Simmons, Simmons is back, yes. Oh, okay. yes. so
4: So Downing woke up, and he's got green eyes and a Spawn leather jacket now. That's a cool
2: leather jacket. It's kind of neat. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. What did you guys feel about these segments? Uh, Len, did
3: you read the book? I did Respawn 300. It was a a piece of nostalgia for me as well. Um. I, too, was amazed that oh, wow, not much has changed in the world of Spawn. And yeah. <laughs> you dropped off at 150. I maybe dropped off at, like, issue 75. So uh-huh. it's been forever ago yeah. since I've read Spawn. Um, I really felt this was a stupid comic. <laughs> um, this was just really dumb. Um, the nostalgia of it, it was, was, oh, this was why... I left spawn yeah. because as I read it and aged appropriately I realized this is stupid yeah. and makes absolutely no sense.
2: And more more so than stupid like I can deal with stupid but it's meandering. Right. Like it even is. if it's stupid fun where I'm like oh this is huh. like popcorn this is uh Fast and Furious stuff like that. I can still at me. Sit- this is Points at me. This is like that <laughs> shit that Noel watches. Fast and Furious. <laughs> I yeah. yeah. um, watch it too. Noel. That bullshit. I claim it. Um, but at least I, you know, I sit and I go. I was actually
3: kind of fun. Um, right. But this is just kind of meandering. It and- meanders. And also, I like Greg Capullo as an artist. Yeah. But I think that he. Uh, Todd McFarlane writes this, and I don't like Todd McFarlane as a writer. Yeah. And him and Greg Capullo as a team is not good because Todd Mc... Greg Capullo can't story tell whatever the fuck Todd <laughs> McFarlane is writing because it makes no sense. You want to talk about info dumps. Spawn has always been pretty pictures Big ass info dumps mm-hmm. and that's what this whole book is you never get a f- true sense of place except in the maybe in the first couple of pages which is before spawn comes in um, you never get a sense of place you never get a real sense of who's talking to whom mm-hmm. um, the, the like the quote-unquote, camera angles change all over the freaking place. Again, with uh, Spawn's mask, it's on in one panel, it's off in another, and I know he wrote in some bullshit excuse back in issue 10 that explained it, but that still is bullshit to me. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Even though it was ripped
4: at times. yeah.
3: And I know you don't like using the word as stupid for a comic, but (laughs) JD, this comic is stupid. I
4: think I just had a weird epiphany. Is Spawn... Like the Nickelback of comic books, like I don't know. It's... So Nickelback, it's a it's a band. They're I may mean, I've heard of Nickelback, but they're they're um, some say justly and often maligned. Hmm. Yet Creed. Are s- Creed or sure, yeah, Creed creator Nickelback, sure, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. but <laughs> they are so popular in certain yeah. corners, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, you sold sixty million records.
3: Who Spawn? So like, who, who Yeah, I feel. Who like, was this. Who likes this? Who it reads was this? the Creed slash Nickelback of comics yeah. years ago. Yeah, okay. I are they think just riding high, and now I right could now? be wrong because and and people will write in and and say, Len, what the fuck are you doing? Get off the fuck off the show. But I and I'll say yes. I think <laughs> the primary interest in people continuing to read Spawn is just what Diamond said. It's the longest running it's independent comic. Yeah. And Big you've number been, Yeah, you've been you've been buying it. Yeah. So you're gonna keep on buying it. Because the the book me and makes the and then all of a sudden there's the she spawn show. Fuck, fuck
2: you. I'm I, like, I love <laughs> J. Scott Campbell uh generally. Um uh, less and less as, as my years go on. But mm-hmm. um, I used to be a huge J. Scott Campbell fan, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Noel had said it is the most 90s thing I've ever seen, which is yes. very nice. And, and then I was like, oh, this is fun. It's J. Scott Campbell. It's great. The very first panel, I believe, is someone holding a gun outstretched, and uh, the arm is about half the size of what the arm should be. Yes. So that was a problem. But then we get to fucking <laughs> She Spawn. <laughs> this is 2019. How the fuck, Spawn is not a male, right?
0: Not man Spawn. And yeah, he's both. not <laughs> <man spawn>. Right? <laughs> Why isn't she like also spawn just called Spawn? Also
2: a female. Get the fuck <laughs> right. out of here with she Spawn. <laughs> right, yeah. I was so annoyed by that. Like the I realized, spawn, I think what what he's doing is like, it's '90s. What he's exactly. doing is he's yeah, like this. This a book homage is, to this what book is... is
0: '90s. But that's even pre '90s. That's like she Hulk was the '80s. Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: But I mean, they were doing this pretty heavy. This was a lot, heavy of, a lot of image did shit. They, oh, see, this had was image. image. That's an image. Look at that. This Look is all that.
3: image.
0: Oh, I never read. So for me back then, it was like if it's not mainstream, not DC or Marvel. Oh, you did jump on image? No. Oh, wow. no, 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 and definitely not Spawn. Like this guy who's wow. not a good guy. He's like he's, he's doing Brian, bad stuff. Brian, he's doing no. bad stuff. Back then, back in the day, Brian
2: never. loves the Silver Age.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I like some Silver, Silver Age like Flash. Oh, now don't get me wrong, like. I'll read image books now. I'm talking about when I was like 10 or 12, 13, when Spawn came out, whatever year that was. Well, you know what? When Spawn ago. came out, if yeah, you were yeah, that yeah.
3: age, Spawn wasn't for you. It was, it was definitely. Oh no! For the older I mean, crowd.
0: friends of mine were like, "Yo, Spawn!" And I, yeah, Spawn and Max yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pitt. like whatever age I was, like people were. I mean, maybe we were too young, but you know how it is. You're, yeah, you're into shit know. that's older.
2: I'm gonna steal a cigarette from my big brother and I'm gonna read Spawn. Yeah. yeah.
0: So
4: I was yeah. most I looking forward brother. to. <laughs> I was. I, I I love a lot of the art in this book, even though it's uh, meandering waffle. Yeah. Um. I was most looking forward to Jerome O'Pena pencils because I love Jerome O'Pena. It's two wordless pages and I don't understand it. And because of it, I will probably read 301.
3: Yeah. See, and that's at the end of the book, right? Yeah. And that's the think. best storytelling in the entire book. It's, Jerome O'Pena is a goddamn master. He's
4: so
2: good.
3: It's the, the so good. best storytelling in an the entire book.
4: If it's in 301. I will. I will pick up that issue.
2: I'll put you down for it. Thank really? You. Just the one.
4: Just the one issue. I love his art.
3: But dude, I know you love his you're art, but done. you, but you're not even invested <laughs> in the is. character. You're Do you love the issue. art so much well, that one, that will make you buy the book? I don't know
4: who that character is, and two, it'll get me to buy one issue, which is all I'm committing for. I'm not going to buy a trade of this shit just to see his art. <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I Yeah. What a bummer. I mean, it, it's definitely of its time, even though it's. Now, past its time Uh, it's past its time (laughs) it's an
4: amazing design that had legs
2: and also Mm. I'm a little frustrated as much as I loved Todd McFarlane my man likes symbiotes Mm. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: yeah what was it Spawn is a symbiote like a like a gooey symbiote and then Venom is a gooey symbiote and then Haunt if you remember Haunt by Robert Kirkman and Todd McFarlane Mm. it's a ectoplasmic gooey symbiote kind of thing (laughs) Yeah, he's got the one thing, and it just sort of uh, doesn't make for interesting storytelling for me.
3: Do you know what book held the record before Spawn? Cerebus. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was Cerebus. yeah it was well, Cerebus. What
0: was that? Two ninety nine. Three hundred. No, 300. Oh, went to three hundred because oh, he stopped. Oh, next one is the record breaking yeah, one. Yeah, right. Uh, Wait, hasn't
4: there been a bunch of like Cerebus one shots since then though? Yes. Yeah, but I don't just think they the count to the number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, never gonna read that. I never read service either. I'm never going yeah, to. And also, yeah. it heard looked cool at the time.
0: I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah. I was real young, and afraid, you know, I was like, wow, this looks awesome.' But it's not Silver Age Flash. Never. Hey, I like. You know, this friend also read Bone, yeah. and it what? was that kind of deal. What? You know, Bone is great. Oh, Bone is wonderful. Bone is wonderful.
3: But Bone is, it, oh, Bone is awesome. better than Silver Age Flash.
0: <sighs> there's nothing good about silver.
3: So sil- okay, first of all, there's
0: nothing good about, about Silver Age Flash? <laughs> oh yeah. The it flash depends on it.
3: what is your What do you What you you what do you, you consider Silver Age Flash? What what's the years?
0: Oh, I don't know, like a, appearance of Barry Allen to Barry Allen's gone. The <laughs> silver- of the flash? Oh
3: my god, the, the best thing Barry Allen ever did JD, was
0: die. Thank you. What he, What about all those oh, cool super speed it? things he did?
2: It was uh the best he ever did was, the best thing he ever did was die.
0: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, he did he did a lot of cool super speed things, man. He was always <laughs> doing <laughs> <laughs> Did you, he was running? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was always fast. using yeah. He was always using science to do his Everything stuff. You, could you do, know he what I mean? That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and here's the other thing. If there are any actual examples of this that I No, I don't know. But that's like <laughs> the impression that I have of the Silver <laughs> Age Flash. And that's good enough. That's yeah. good enough for you. Yeah. Also, I mean uh, on a, a different note, like those buildings in the backgrounds, especially in the future, awesome. Like Carmine Infantino's stuff. Right. Um, but uh, that's not what I like about it. I don't know. I just like The Flash. It's you fine. Know? You're allowed to like The Flash. Oh, though. I, I do. do. You like The Flash a lot too, JD, as I, I, I do. recall. Not still Rage Flash. I don't, like, I, see. I don't like Barry Allen. Oh, Wally Allen West Flash. is great too. Yeah. Uh, no question. Wally yeah. yeah, yeah. Wally especially Wally when, when he was dealing
2: place. with dead Barry Allen.
0: Well, see, that's the thing, is that Barry never had modern-age stories. Yeah. He only had flashbacks. He stories. has
2: them now, and they're boring.
0: He does, <laughs> and many of them are. It's true. Um, I want them to be better. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I like the character of Barry Allen a lot, um, but a lot of my favorite flash stories are Wally West stories. Mm. It's true. Mm. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm, I wonder why. Well, they're yeah, really good stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mystery solved. <Yeah. laughs> he didn't
2: even have to lay the dump on you. No, that was uh, the dump. Yeah. It
0: was it a one-sentence dump. It was good. Uh,
2: all right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Spoiler Alert. You can text at me. No, not text. You can uh, tweet at me, <laughs> at JD's Hero Complex. You can help the show out. If you want to throw us a couple of bills, you can go to Patreon slash. Johnny Destructo and Coffee K O dash F I dot com slash Johnny Destructo. And no, where can the people find you on the internet?
4: Uh you can find me on social medias um under my name and or on Twitter at Mr. Bartocci M R B A R T O C C I. Brian Lieb.
0: I'm at Brian Lieb Design b-r-i-a-n-l-i-e-b design dot com. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, that's it. You that's should go it. there. <laughs>
3: Hey, you can tweet at me at the BatTribble on Twitter, or you can hit up my other show, Black Tribbles, our whole podcast network, at Black Tribbles on all the social medias. And you can find us, more of us. You can find more of me and JD on Gutter Talk. Look for us wherever you find podcasts. Uh, What about the
2: whiteboard?
3: oh so oh yeah okay and um, yeah if you want to help a brother out um, I have a little comic strip that I do on Instagram called Batman's Whiteboard where I draw a silly little Batman cartoon pretty much every day of the week it's said Batman's Whiteboard on Instagram check it out
2: alright thank you so much for joining us and we will talk at you later you did it thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert Check out
4: all our shows, including the Cannibal HorrorCast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA.